Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. Hey guys, welcome to the After Buzz TV After Show. I feel like I should be talking in a nice 50s accent right now. I like Thank it. you for tuning in to the After Buzz TV Doctor <laughs> Who After Show. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. <laughs> I have clearly lost my mind. Uh, left it aboard a spaceship in the 38th century. Gee golly, that was uh, fantastic. Guys, yeah. uh, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be talking about the episode Sleep No More in this episode <laughs> tonight. Um, because I feel like no inclusion of no more is like in, unintentional at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, you can tweet at me throughout the week, throughout the show. I've got my computer open. I've got the live chat rolling. Uh, that's Zach Wilson. And now my fantastic <laughs> panel... Is back as always. Yell Teagle's here. Hi, everybody. You can tweet at me live during the show at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And I am in the chat roll speaking with you all. And I'm Tori J. Miller. You can find me <clears throat> on Twitter at Tori J. It's T A U R I J A Y. Uh, tweet me now or forever. Yep. Those are your choices. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's 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 dive into this episode. I want to get. Your guys' reactions. Just what did you think of Sleep No More? I loved the way it was shot. I'm going to be honest. That was fascinating and brilliant. And I really like the idea of doing something clever and new. Um, That said, I think because of the way it was shot, it gave away um, a lot of the, like, twist that was supposed to happen. Um and I, I, I also was terrified that it would end with, and we woke up and it was all a dream, right? Like Christmas. I, we didn't need a second one of those, and I'm glad we didn't have it. But that was my fear throughout most of it. Um, yeah, I would agree that like <clears throat> the having the first Doctor Who found footage type episode was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I felt like this episode was a combination of a lot of other episodes, and I'll probably get more into depth with this. But like having come off such two, having come off of two really strong episodes, mm-hmm. this one kind of like left me wanting a little bit. Um, but like, I think for the most part, it it would have served better as a like a Doctor by himself one off, um, and I, I don't think that that's where that's where this season has led us to yeah the season hasn't kind of set up for one of those so it seemed really out of place Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. I did not particularly enjoy this episode. Um, <clears throat> I think it had... It, it didn't hold me as a story. Mm-hmm. The, sh- the shooting style was interesting. Um, and Doctor Who, you're right. You, uh, Doctor Who has not done found footage. <clears throat> but I've seen so much found footage recently in all for, in all media that if you're going to do it, it needs to be on point. And <coughs> we'll get into the, to the depth of it. Tara, it's interesting that you bring up uh, you felt like there was uh, there's something more coming from this or what did you whatever you just said I forgot your exact phrasing but yeah. that, you, that you were it left me wanting more left you wanting more yeah um, stick around for some news and gossip <clears throat> oh. pertaining to that Ooh. towards the end of the show <laughs> okay um, but yeah this episode was written by uh, Mark Gaddis oh. who um, you you are probably familiar with as he has been a writer on the show for Six, seven years at this point. Yeah. Um, no, longer. Uh, uh, nine years. Because yeah. um, he, I think he wrote his first episode in <clears> two thousand five. <throat> so ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two thousand five, two thousand six. But he's he's done like sporadic episodes. Not yeah. like not like three a year. And you may um, recognize his face from the Lazarus Effect. Yes, that was his. Or if you watch Sherlock, yeah. I meant for he's, just. Mike Croft and he's a co-creator with Moffat. I just meant um, for the Whovians who don't watch Sherlock. But he is responsible for <clears throat> a number of episodes that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, Cold War being a particularly relevant one in terms of this because it's another base under siege yeah. episode, which is a classic um, Doctor Who style of story. Yeah. If right. you're not familiar with the base under siege, we talked about it a lot during the... Um, under the lake mm-hmm. episode because it's very much under the lake and we so we have the second <clears throat> it, this is the second base under siege episode this season yeah i almost felt to a point that the sets were reused from under the lake like the doors the hallways yeah <laughs> the hallways felt the same right um yeah. i think for me that was part of what I just didn't. I had trouble. I had trouble with this episode, <laughs> right? For yeah. a number of reasons. One of which felt like I never <clears throat> felt like I didn't know where we were going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me let me ask you this. Yeah. We were were introduced to uh, the the glasses yeah. Ga- Rasmussen. Ga- yeah, Goggin uh, Rasmussen. 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 I love I love the Robotazzi. way people are responding to the monster. Oh no, eye boogers. What's next? Earwax? Z- yeah. Zach, did you notice the monsters <laughs> look like poo? <laughs> <laughs> um, I noticed something else about them that uh, makes me laugh because I think of librarians. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you mean their faces? Their faces. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Put yeah. in a kibosh. <laughs> um, Anyone who watches librarians knows exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, but we're not getting into it. All right, yes, fine. They have they, portal faces. Portal faces, faces like yep. All right. Um, but... <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, did you guys think that Rasmussen... Yeah. Did you think when we met him what, that he was a bad guy? Oh, 
absolutely. He the way he played he started it was everybody's dead. Here's an explanation of what's happening right. here. Right. Yeah. Clearly, clearly you're not a good guy. But they played the episode played it like that was a big twist. They right. played like a lot of things were a big twist, especially with the found footage. It became very clear. He said at the beginning, this is through everyone's uh, um, huh. helmet cameras or the cameras around the um, the ship. Right. Like, he made it clear to say that at the beginning, and then every shot we see is found footage. And then it was very clear as soon as Clara got out that we were looking from her perspective. It was the least twist twist I've ever seen. Because yeah. I went... Is no one going to notice that's Clara? This is, it's obvious. There's three people in the room. One of them is the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really, that bothered me. Uh, I mean, I, I figured he was bad. Like this, I, I had mentioned that the, this episode had a lot of like, it felt like a lot of previous episodes. Mm -hmm. And that guy to me felt like the gold tooth dude from, uh, the Titanic episode. The one who was, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So you can trust me. Right? Or whatever it was. Yeah. So it felt it had that same uh, <clears throat> feel to it where it's like the sleazy guy who's you know is up to something and he's he's literally crafting a story. Yeah, I mean it's just I didn't believe him for a moment mm-hmm. that like he's also <clears throat> like anytime you're the last man standing in a Doctor Who story and mm-hmm. you're not the doctor or one of his <clears throat> companions, you're the villain. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just that's the thing. I gotta be honest, as I'm thinking about it more as we're getting into it, I think this may be one of the, one of my least favorite episodes of Doctor Who, of modern Doctor Who that I have ever seen. Wow. Um, Bold statement. I'm thinking, because I'm, well, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about season one, which had a a lot of uh, people is is infamous for being rough, very rough and inconsistent, and has some amazing episodes in Dalek and um, the, I think the finale of that is very strong. But some people very much dislike it. I, Wait, I you're don't... talking season one with Eccleston? Yes, I'm talking Eccleston. I'm just... I'm, I'm not saying my perspective. Sorry. For those listening, to you be, missed my to, face. To clarify, I am not... I really enjoyed season I one. Season appalled. one... I, I was hooked by season by episode two when I was watching uh-huh. when I was right. like first watching the show. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh no, you gotta push through. I had to push through anything. Yep. I was just in. Yep. Um, but... I can't think of a, a lot of ep- any real episodes that I was so just meh mm-hmm. on. And, yeah. like, not... Here's here's a sum, because I, I want to talk about the, the other characters while we're talking about yeah. rest music. <clears throat> the character that I connected the most with in this episode was the grunt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I cared more about the grunt than I did any other character on the screen. I had my own previous like <clears throat> connections to the Doctor and Clara, right? But I didn't care about any of these people. Um, just to clarify earlier, the gold tooth guy from Titanic's line is, and I should know because my name is Max. <laughs> That's his line. <laughs> All right, sweet. I just wanted to correct Max. it because I was mixing it up with um, Rose with um, Rose Tyler's dad. Um, Pete Tyler when he goes and you can trust me on that yeah sorry I was mixing those up um, um, but also um, oh there's yes. something that somebody said that I lost I lost it I apologize oh he says to, to the at the beginning don't watch this video right he like says don't <laughs> watch like, this don't watch and then, this and I'm like alright just turn on Sherlock on Netflix then, I guess and then he says like you're gonna meet these crew don't get attached 
okay, so they're going to die. Right. Like, what? What is this? It's it's. And like, there is something to be said, though. I have seen other shows <laughs> and other episodes do the thing where they sh- they tell you at the top what's yeah. going to happen, right. and it can still be compelling. It's why historical fiction <clears throat> movies can still be compelling. Right. Like um, uh, Lincoln, the, mm-hmm. the the Spielberg movie. There was like that movie because uh, it's Spielberg is like well constructed enough to the point where I thought they might not pass the emancipation. Pro- like the, <laughs> they might not pass the amendment. <laughs> um, that's funny. But like, so you can do that. Like that's not where they went wrong. Where they right. went wrong is just that they didn't build these characters in a way where I want to connect to them. Right. I didn't know anything about their <clears throat> connections to each other. They weren't relatable. There was right. nothing. There was nothing human about them. Yeah. Like there was something human about the grunt, <clears throat> like being put down and like marginalized and yeah. forced to be a soldier for people who could care less if it lives or dies. Right. Yeah. But so and also these people were slave owners <laughs> effectively. Yep. <laughs> Sorry uh, guys, Pete C says in the UK we call farts grunts. <laughs> and so Zach <laughs> is most connected to a fart. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Um thank you Pete C. We have much to talk about you and I. <laughs> uh, um but what did you guys think of <clears throat> the way that like once the characters like started interacting <clears throat> with Clara and the doctor, how do you think it changed or evolved? did it no <laughs> no I mean they pretty much stayed the same the whole time they were they were <laughs> fodder and like it was it was <laughs> it was like a uh, video game roll call at the very beginning where it was like oh yeah uh, this person <clears throat> consider him a red shirt but he's funny this person re- re- resident hard ass this person you know skeptical guy uh, you're pretty much your Bill Paxton of the group like <clears throat> it didn't matter I mean I would say that the the main focus of the story and where it, where I guess it lacked is that the the main character of the story was sleep. The I, the the, <laughs> the doctor spent the whole time talking about sleep, not necessarily like how this affects everyone, what's going on. He's just like sleep; it's necessary. And then he starts waxing poetic about sleep, whereas you could be using that time for character development. But we didn't have that because they were all pretty much dead anyway. Yeah, the characters yeah. I cared most about were the singing holograms and the face of the woman who explained <laughs> what was happening. I wanted to, I was like, who is she? <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about the, the sleep machine and everything. Morpheus. Um, Morpheus. <laughs> Red pill, blue pill. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the weirdest noise, yeah. Um, amused with yourself. <laughs> so, Morpheus. Another thing that, uh, like, I just didn't get <laughs> yeah. in this episode, they've they've invented what they've done here is they've invented a, a machine that allows you to not sleep. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest with you, I got a lot of stuff to do. That sounds awesome. <laughs> like, do you know how much extra video? You know how much, I, I can play video games again. Like, I don't have time for that because I work. Around the clock, and I just yeah. I have so much stuff I'm doing. I would love to not sleep and not right. have it affect my mental state and drive me into a pool of insanity. I'm gonna yeah. be honest, sleep is one of my favorite things. It's pretty great. Well, I love I would, sleep even, because I would of never the... give that up. But like, <laughs> if you could give it up for a month, 
Maybe. But then I would need a month to just sleep. I <laughs> really like no, to sleep. It, you wouldn't miss it with this machine because essentially you would get that month of sleep all in a matter of five minutes. You would feel the energy that you get after... The idea is you feel that energy right. that you get after a good night's sleep for a, a solid month no, I, straight. I totally get that. I just personally like to sleep. Right. Like, the sleep is what I like, not how I feel after I yeah. sleep. Okay. And that's, that's just... And that's fair. But the doctor comes in and and immediately, not before he knows about how the... Theoretically, before he knows yeah. about how the sand monsters, mm-hmm. or the sand men, if you will, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like it was a huge just, like, miss that nobody called... Like, they, they set it up there... They're singing Sandman all over the place, and nobody calls them the Sandman? Yeah, or did Cora they? Did. Yeah. did she? Cora did. I missed it. There was actually a conversation where Clara calls him the Sandman, and Doctor goes, no, I named them. And she goes, okay, what do you want to name them? And he goes, well, Sandman's good. It was a very Cisco moment from yeah. The Flash. I nice. totally blinked nice. on it. I was that's I'm real disappointed in you. Um, Flat sorry, no. I was too busy trying to figure out what was going on in this right. episode. Morpheus. Yes. Um, no, but I did. I I guess I may have I may have drifted off during the scene because I was trying to figure out why the doctor was so against <clears throat> yeah. this sleep thing, like this anti sleep thing. How could he have known? He did. He didn't know before right. this that the that these. That okay. <laughs> the According to this episode, yeah. sleep <clears throat> is an episode, or sleep is a function that serves to keep monsters from forming out of our eye boogers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that make complete sense? <laughs> Oh, I never thought about it that way. That's, so <laughs> that's what they said. I know, I know. But it just, that's not how I, I don't know. Well, that's it. I mean, I will say uh, that Doctor Who traditionally has a really good, they're really good about taking something that's really innocuous and making it sinister. Um, and right. I feel like that's what their intention was. Like this, again, it reminded me of other episodes in that like, this is the equivalent of the Vashnarada, but from your eyes. Essentially, hmm. okay. Um, I like that. Like the um, the don't the, the who turned off the lights, right? Um, fear of <laughs> fear of shadows. Angels mm-hmm. are the perfect example. I think fear also, of fear of just a statue. I, I the remember internet one is also a good example. The yeah. internet one's great. Like Which don't click on that Wi Fi. Just, but like with angels, like <clears throat> I remember, like after I first watched that episode, I went to like meet some friends for coffee and there was like a very angelish statue that I like near the coffee shop that we went to every week mm-hmm. and I hadn't noticed it before but you're damn sure I noticed it that time <laughs> yeah. um, and that's the kind of psychological horror that you want from Doctor Who I do not fear my eye boogers yet <laughs> yet um, I mean also how like just ima- the size of those guys yeah. I was like those can't be a, a single person I don't think you accumulate that much eye booger your entire life. I'm gonna be honest. Maybe you all well, do. My eyes are pretty clean. The from what I understood is <clears throat> inside of the eye boogers was originally a person. So it was like taking every cell that a person has ever like has inside their bodies and essentially flipping it inside Got out it. and making okay. it dust. Okay. 
because I was concerned. Yeah. No, I wouldn't <laughs> imagine that they like sprang out from the person's eye as like tiny boogers and started like rolling. Kind of like adipose. Yeah, <laughs> adipose out of your eyes. <laughs> You're right. This is a hundred. It's all the episodes put together. Yeah. It wanted to be a a horror episode, right? Mm-hmm. But it also wanted to be this found footage thing, um, which mm-hmm. can go hand in hand. But I think that combined with this very they they spent so much effort stylizing the episode. I feel like there wasn't enough em- and putting these twists in. I feel like there wasn't enough emphasis put on just constructing a story. I right. really liked the I I really liked the way it was shot and the found footage thing. I wish it was a different story that they had told. Um also uh the third JP says I depose Nice. Um, and Jazz, what's her name, says, only in Doctor Who will you analyze eye boogers. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Uh, adipose. Yes. Adipose. Yes. Yeah. Gross. I wish. I wish it had been little adiposes that had formed out of your eye boogers. Yeah, that that would have been a great episode. Especially because everyone's buying it like yeah. plush adipose. I would, if you gave me a cute little eye booger, I would buy that. Yeah. To sit next to my adipose. I really want an adipose. Moving on. on. Morpheus created eye boogers like iPod. Oh. It's great. They're not interactive. Well, I guess in the way. Yeah. And they do Um, consume you. What did you guys think (laughs) of the monster design? What do you mean? Uh, like the way they looked? The way they they looked. I know you talked about their, their... Faces looking like portals? Yes. Yes. Uh, so very specific uh, <clears throat> type of portal. Yes, the kind of portals they have in the librarians. Yes, they take you to a magical land. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I would say I I felt like they were they were very generic Doctor Who monsters. Like they were like, all right, they look like a bunch of stuff. It's like, how did they kill people? This I, is like. This is a thing that I feel like usually we can let go, mm-hmm. but the monsters just sort of corner people, and then they open their portal mouths, Yeah, and then people are dead. It looks like the portal mouths were stuck open. They kind of looked like stone. Like, from what I saw, they looked like stone. They weren't... It's almost like the thing. ...movable or morphing. Right. Um, multiple people in the chat roll think they look like poo. Like, giant poo. I mean... Walking yeah. giant walking poo, which is essentially, I mean, they the they Golgotham. <laughs> nice, good one, dogma, Sorry, dogma reference. I was really hoping somebody would absolutely. Get that. Thank you. One yo. of my favorite movies. <laughs> nice. Also, one of my favorite monsters. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> um, but see, poo can be scary. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so sorry. These I'm sorry. We, sorry. we interrupted. Oh no, 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 no. It's fine. Uh, I mean, I was assuming that they were essentially devouring people. So, so once uh, <clears throat> the person was in their portal face, uh, then the eye boogers would start breaking them down to their spare, their like spare parts. Um, H. Ru Fit says, or Haru, I don't know how to say it. Says they absorb slash consume them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Pete says, Pete C says, as they look like poo, surely they open their potty mouths. Nice. Uh. Good one. High five. <laughs> <laughs> you just high five yourself? No, I was high fiving Pete in the world. Oh, I thought there was a fly. Sure. 
What just happened? I broke her. <laughs> we broke. Yeah. I bet Morpheus could have played. She <laughs> got the fly. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I thought the big monsters guess. were, um, they were fairly, I think that they served their purpose. I mean, ultimately they weren't the uh, the main antagonist, which was uh, apparent by the end. Mm-hmm. I felt like the the last one that came out should have been a little different. I felt like it should have been more <clears throat> human-esque or a little more grotesque. Uh, but ultimately, it didn't matter. Okay. Um, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I just I, I guess I'm trying to wrap my brain around what the... <clears throat> so here's the thing. Okay. Um, there was a question a little bit a little while ago in the chat roll. Yeah. Um, do do you think they've run out of episode ideas? And I I think not because I think at the core of this story mm-hmm. is something very interesting. Like Tari, like you were saying, like that idea of the fearing the thing that's normal, mm-hmm. those little things. Like that's a cool idea. And like what would happen? The idea of what would happen if you didn't sleep? Yeah. What bad things might happen? It just it it got lost somewhere along the way. I feel like every season we suffer through one or two or three filler episodes. Yeah, and that's what this was. This was a filler episode. Um, that yeah. said, Charlie in the chat says this was a man circumventing nature episode. That was the theme of the trees episode last season. Yeah, um, which was another low point. And he says for Doctor Who, also Hill. a bad one. Yeah. Um, I I guess um. I felt like last season the biggest filler episode to me was the uh, Robots in Sherwood Forest. Mm. Which was another Mark Gaddis episode. (laughs) The more you say which ones are his, the more I think, huh, why don't I like when he writes Doctor Who episodes? (laughs) He's had some good ones. Such as? I I don't know. Well, well, (laughs) he he does have episodes that seem to polarize. Mm -hmm. Um, Victory of the Daleks. Was another Mark Gaddis one. That right. was the World War Two, the Daleks in World War Two. Yeah, I which loved that. One. I really loved that episode. It was it spawned the the Eye Daleks, which a lot of people have problems with. I personally didn't. It mm. spawned the Eye Daleks, like the multicolor. Oh right, right. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were thinking uh, talking about the ones where it comes out of their head. No, yeah. no, no, no. The like the, inner, like the, the eye, like an Dalek. iPod. Yeah, no, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Darth. Oh, sorry. Um, someone says I'm shady. Um. Oh yes, I I guess. To me, I don't feel like it's that. I don't feel like it's that they've run out of uh, ideas. I think that they are conserving their budget for something big at the end. Um, mm. I feel like they're really building towards something. Maybe. I mean, I guess this could have been a. This was a bit of a bottle episode. Yeah. Very yeah. limited sets, and maybe that is. Maybe they really did reuse some sets. I mean, yeah, uh, or pieces of them. Oh yeah. Because um, <clears throat> uh, Yell and I last week were talking about how um, the. New Mexico set was the same was likely the same one that they used for the uh the uh what was it before the flood episode oh, with the, the, the communist yeah the like Russian training ground uh that was the same set they just repurposed it to make it an empty town I mean they found some desert like area in Cardiff and right. made it <laughs> that's what they do yeah. and and they do they're known very much for reusing sets and I was going to say I'm I kind of feel like Every time they're inside of a spaceship, it generally looks the same. 
Um, yeah. Also, was it me or was it Satellite One? Right? That when we see the where they're going to, when at the beginning we see the where the like doctor and his sleep people are, it looks like Satellite One, which is from Bad Wolf way back when. Yeah, that's mm. a... What, what cent... Hold on. I'm going to look up what century that was. Um... um I should know this. It's the the first or second great and bountiful human empire. Oh. <laughs> and then a hundred years later, to the day. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Those were some um, of my favorite it, episodes. You mean, was it Satellite 5? <clears throat> that could be it. Satellite 5 was the one... Um, first a news station and then the gaming station. Mm-hmm. It was first a news station when they brought that yes. obnoxious boy from Utah, uh, Adam. We forget about Adam. And then it was again the gaming station in the end of season one. Right. Right, right, right. God, I love that. Um, and that was <laughs> uh, what century was that in? Um, the Does year in the two hundred thousand. So not okay. So um, according to the third JP, it was the fifty-first century, maybe. Um, but I'm not sure. Um, so probably <laughs> not Satellite Five, but maybe a precursor. I mean, right. I also just thought that they <laughs> were like. Let's just use this shot. No one will remember. Because <laughs> it looked very much like um, that Boo 69 Beast agrees. And then everyone's agreeing, ew, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. Ugh, that jerk. <laughs> um, all right. There was another question I had for you guys. Um, oh, what what do you guys... Here's a, here's another thing that I just... I, I was bugging me about this episode, sure. and I want to get your guys' thoughts on it. What was the doctor doing there? I know that the tar like the idea is the TARDIS takes them where they where he needs to go, not right. where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like as an overar, as like a thing of each episode, that doesn't ring true to me. Right? Like things occasionally <clears throat> when he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to London in the 54th century," and he ends up in London in the. 78th century right. because that's where he needed to be the TARDIS misses I get that but like when we don't see them attempting to travel mm-hmm. I'm now confused why are they here I don't they just remember. wander into the story <laughs> yeah there's another well there's another thing I'll bring up in a second but yeah. they just wander into the story does it matter am I over am I over asking here is it unnecessary do we need to know why the Doctor is where he is in within Doctor Who? I'll say what bothered me a few episodes ago, right? We had Clara in the um, orange spacesuit yeah. and the creature in her, like the bug in her suit. Yeah. And we didn't get an explanation for that. And we didn't get an explanation as to how they got here. And I'm hoping that we pull another, like Amy and Rory at one point, uh, I think it was in The Power of Three where we got these quick little snippets that kind of answered little questions that were jokes that were thrown in there, like throwaway lines. I hope we get that. I hope we get them either later on seeing them leaving this or them being like, oh, let's see what this looks like. Satellite 5, let's stop here. Right. You know, (laughs) like something like that that ties it together. I know that uh, Moffat likes to randomly do that sometimes, and I'm giving him permission to, because he cares (laughs) what I think. But... That's what I'd like. Yeah, I mean, I, for like the bug in the spacesuit, I didn't need an explanation there I because, it. <laughs> well, no, we we could have used it, but it's the kind of thing that they were just giving us a piece of it anyway. Right. The idea was that we were only catching a snippet of this adventure, and th- so I was po- totally willing to accept that. Mm-hmm. But this 
episode was a whole ep- this is a whole episode yeah. so right. i want to know why i'm why i've t- you've taken one out of o- only 12 episodes 12 adventures that i'm going to get this year mm-hmm. or eight episodes i'm going to get this year because of all the two parters why are you giving one of those to this story right and i get that the stylization may have like the ideas it sort of took that away but for me that's where the stylization goes too far because it's hurting the story. Right. It's hurting my connection to the story and hurting why I'm interested. Well, I mean, I think that <clears throat> if I were to try to rationalize it, uh, because I definitely see what you're you're talking about in that, like, it seemed very deliberate that they were there. Um, I mean, and you could say that two people being friends, you you he could he could have said something to the effect of, "I'd like to take." Clara to this abandoned space station. Mm-hmm. Um, it because one, it represents these two uh, societies that had come together on Earth, and now they're they're um, you know now it should be super duper creepy. Like you would take your friend <clears throat> to an abandoned warehouse or to a haunted right. house, something to, to that effect, and there just happened to be people there. Um, purple purple fourteen oh five says I felt the same way. They just happened to wander into the episode. And the third JP says um, I don't think you're overanalyzing Zach because usually with episodes like this, the Doctor will say something like I was checking blah blah blah. Um, and I agree. I think usually we get something, um, and and we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they did it for the space jokes, guys. Space. You know, uh, I did was, it. I did I enjoy did. that. Yeah. Like, just because it's in space doesn't mean it's a space restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was cute. I really yeah. did. I did like that banter. Right. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts about this episode, like this storyline? Um, I think the fact that at the end he was an eye booger as well and was dying. I was uh, like, all right, good. Let's move on. Oh yeah, the whole the whole thing about like there weren't any cameras all along. What? Right. No, it was very clear. It was very clear that once they went into the machine and once you slept in the machine and you came out, you like you got this thing. That became very clear when Clara came out and all of a sudden we were at her perspective. That said, um if you watch the closer look is how they shot that fascinating the camera guy stood in for people's roles mm-hmm. yeah. and like was holding a gun when you saw the gun at the end of it yeah. that did look really cool very cool it's i think really i like how they did it i like how they did it yeah it is, just was a waste of an episode to do it on <laughs> is it weird that i found myself thinking like huh wonder if the union got him extra pay for holding a prop while he was operating <laughs> camera. <laughs> I couldn't shut off the producer guy in the back of my head. No, I was looking at it and going, this is, I like, I like when a show does something creative and clever and new. Yeah. And, and to me, Doctor Who doing found footage is totally creative and clever and new. Yeah. Um, the fact that it was an obvious twist and that it was a boring story and that they were <laughs> eye boogers, like, and that I was positive we'd wake up and it would all be a dream. Yeah. Um and that and his plan to take over the world well, at the end when he's like eh, and I've done it. I've succeeded. I'm like what are well, you talking about? Well, cuz I think cuz the whole thing with his plan was that like <clears throat> he was essentially embedding the same uh the same frequency that they use for the Morpheus uh sequence. And so now that we've watched this, right. we've also been uh exposed to it. So essentially we would become booger people. Right. Um but like the the whole thing is that he's his plan relies on 
his video going viral, which is like the hardest <laughs> thing to do. And I bet he doesn't even know social media. So what's even the point? I want to know what where he put it. Like, what site is that on? <laughs> it's on Reddit. It's Space Reddit. <laughs> it's not. You don't need space in front of it. Spacereddit.com. <laughs> yeah. If it's not registered, we're, we're going to register it now. Um, okay. Yeah. So I think... <clears throat> I want to get into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Okay, got two <laughs> news stories to drop on you. The so first excited. one is very much related to this episode. Okay. Um, because uh, uh, in an interview with RadioTimes.com, mm-hmm. um, Ma- uh, uh, Mark Gaddis talked about that he wants to do a sequel to this episode. Because uh, they left it open. The bad guy got away. Sure. At the end of it. This sleep monster who could theoretically take over all of humanity with his eye boogers. Yeah. Got away. Which is unusual for Doctor Who. Usually our bad our bad guys get defeated. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and what Gaddis said, it does have an unhappy ending. Yes. Uh... And in this, he said that in this case, the doctor loses. Question: He wants a sequel, or we're getting a sequel. He wants. Okay, it's not coming this season. It has okay. not been made. Got it. To be clear, <clears throat> this was a one part. Even though we've had a lot of two parts, this was right. only one this season. Sure. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> he he wants to bring this 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 character back. I I. I kind of hope after the fan reaction that they don't. <laughs> but I'll say if they, if they do a sequel and it is evolved, that would be interesting. Because he was saying that they're always evolving. Yeah. I would like to... I would accept it possibly if it evolves. Right. Um, that said, Langley in the chat goes, oh, F me, no. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think that, like, at the very end, they introduced an interesting prospect in that, like, these sand monsters could pretend to be human. So effectively, this whole ep- this whole episode could have been people being consumed and then you not realizing it and then having to deal with them turning into these sand creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that was the, the sequel, which I feel like this episode being a standalone w- did a disservice because it could have used a second part. I think that like if you would have been <clears throat> able to follow it up, then you could have been able to really wrap it around nicely, but we we're we're left with the uh, the horror aspect and not the story aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, Moffat will do what Moffat wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Gaddis will do what Gaddis wants to do. Absolutely. Um, I yeah. I don't need another. I don't need to continue this. I could kind of leave him to the wind, not knowing what happened. Um, but speaking of characters who were left out in the field and would, we have no idea what happened to their fate, but seemingly they would have had an impact on the doctor's life going forward. Moffat <clears throat> made uh, some statements regarding another, uh, some Doctor Who fans would say a, a sour point in Doctor Who history. Oh no. Jenny. Moffat made a statement about Jenny and her fate. Oh no! Uh, no, it's it's <clears throat> this is a, this is light. This is funny. Okay. Um, appar- like, apparently he was asked uh, at a recent uh, event. Um, 
what happened to the doctor's daughter. But, um, and this is the quote. I've got Russell T. Davies' answer. Apparently it was me, referring to Moffat, that mm. kept her alive because he said, uh, Moffat said, uh, oh, don't kill her at the end. That's the Star Trek thing to do. So Davies kept her alive just because he said that. Mm. And he wrote to him after. He's like, <laughs> apparently Moff, I guess, like, sort of flippantly, like, was yeah, like, yeah. oh, don't do that. And then Davies sort of listened to right. it and decided to keep her around. Yeah. Um, Moffat wrote to him afterwards and said, well, I didn't know that I did that. And da- to which Davies responded, oh, it doesn't matter, Stephen. She flew straight into a moon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, it's true that she didn't know how to drive. That's a really good point. Um, <laughs> so according to Davies via Moffat, the doctor's daughter has uh, has had her fate decided. <laughs> she died immediately after by flying her spaceship into a moon. Here's what I'll say. I'll say this. Um, well, uh, the chat is going crazy with the fact that the doctor daughter married the doctor because she's the doctor's the, daughter oh yeah we married. we know that that yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah. i'll say this uh moffitt said when he was in london um he straight up said when asked about jack that he would bring back jack if the story uh called yeah. for it which yep. is ha- what happened with river river is coming back because the story called for it yep. i wholeheartedly believe wholeheartedly believe that if there was a story that called for Jenny, he would bring her back. Yeah, but there won't be. <laughs> never say never. That's it's what true. I'll say. That said, she, I mean, she flew into a moon. She may have landed just fine. That's true. She could be constantly regenerating on that moon. She's <laughs> like, why just... am I still here? <laughs> uh... And that said, she would have fixed that that escape pod. Right. Yeah. With her sonic hair tie. Look, I never had as big a problem as everybody else did it, within the episode. <laughs> it was more of the he's not really the only Time Lord in a sense after yeah. that. So it gets a little confusing. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the only part where it becomes like a, huh? <laughs> um, but I thought it was a cute article yeah. to, to bring up because as, as we're talking about plot lines that people are not happy with. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But uh, so with that, I think we should move into some predictions. What? And now, you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> Buzz TV. He says, we will end you, Moffat. <laughs> huh. All right. Yes. Maisie Williams is coming back next Yay! week, guys. Ah. Um, I don't. We should, they didn't show her on screen, but I like heard it, and then I was like, "Hold on!" Hit that like little oh, ten second back yeah. button. Listen. <gasps> oh! Yeah. Um, we knew we knew about this a couple weeks ago, um, but it's great to hear it, that that it is coming back. Um, another cool thing next week is Riggsy is coming back. Yes, from Flatline last year. Yeah. Um, and he's getting to go in the TARDIS, like, long term, not just like, I'm going to drop you off at this train yard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, guys. <laughs> um, let me ask this. Do you know if next week is the beginning of another two-parter? I <clears throat> don't offhand, actually. I'm trying to, I don't want to say that I do. I'm, right. I am, I can't remember 100%. I don't think it is. Okay. 
Because I know, I remember when they announced that Rigsy was coming back, I was very excited. Mm -hmm. The fact that it took us this far into the season made me really sad to get him back. And if it's only for one episode, that's also going to make me really sad. Like, he's a fun character, and I would have liked him for at least a two-parter, and or to become the permanent companion. But that's not happening. I mean... Are, Are you sure? Oh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, at least not now. Right. He's not the companion now. If he does become the companion, it'll probably be next season. Yeah, this could be his backdoor pilot, though. This could be like yeah. them kind of testing out how new, like Capaldi and and Riggsy and and, and mm-hmm. whatever do this time around, which would be nice. Yeah, Boo sixty nine B's point set that is if he doesn't die, which <laughs> knowing this show is very likely. Right, he's got like a ninety five percent chance of death. I'm surprised he didn't die in the first episode. So, I mean, he's 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 named and he's he's coming back. So to I'd die. be like, no. I mean, he could be <laughs> our next Martha. You know. Okay. Um, I'll take it. You know, the rebound. Yeah. Yeah. I can accept um, that. Yes. Next, uh, just this is a confirmation. Um, next episode is a one a one-off. Mm. Um, Ryan says it, the last two is a two-parter. Yes. The, the next week is Thanks, called Ryan. Face the Raven. And then the last two episodes of the season are Heaven Sent, followed by Hell Bent. Mm. I'm going to guess... For those that Missy returns, I have nothing to base that on, but I'm throwing it out there. All right. Heaven I, I, yeah. Hellbent, Missy. I, I, I would believe that. Um, I think that <laughs> when we get me next week, it's going to be... That's what the character yeah. It's very yeah. confusing to talk about. Let's talk about um, me. But we get, when, we get, when we get me next week... Um, I get you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I have to think that she's been in touch with Riggsy since his in, since his encounter, cleaning up after the doctor. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, and who knows what she's done with him? We we know that she is nearby now and mm-hmm. is aware that the, and probably aware that the doctor knows now that she's nearby because the timelines have started to match right. up. So <clears throat> I think that she is going to be the one who pushes Riggsy back to the TARDIS. Ah. Okay, interesting. Um, that's my prediction. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a wild prediction and say that uh, in kind of entering this pocket <clears throat> alley of alien stuff, it gives it inspires the Doctor to find his own pocket universe that contains his people, um, and that is what sets him off into the next episode to find Gallifrey. Good and job. he's please, gonna... <laughs> please. We know, we know you're going there, Moffat. We know you're going there eventually. Meh. Just do it already. <laughs> um, Jazz, what's her name in the chat? Says I think Missy or me will cause Clara's death. Mm. Yeah, um, I think, I think that the lack of death consequences is what's going to bring back Gallifrey. Right, the fact that so many people have lived this season when they were not supposed to Mm -hmm. is going to cause Mm. Gallifrey to return. Um, Ooh! Oh, bold prediction. Clara is going to die and the Doctor's going to do something to save her and that's going to be like the last straw that brings back Gallifrey to be like, dude, you need to calm down. Right. Remember we talked about that, or were you here that week? When I threw out my like crazy prediction that they're like watching they're like, enough is enough. You, you're going to break time again. I was here for that, but I think that, um, I think that it's going to be Clara's death 
that's yeah, going to bring them back. Okay. All right. Yeah. I could see that. Hmm. Um. What? Uh, what else? Do we, oh, did anybody else notice on the uh, the previews for next week? It looked a lot like Diagon Alley. Uh, yes. yes. I think that's the purpose of it, though. Is that like aliens have their own Diagon Alley that's like hidden from mankind? Um, it it also reminded me of the bazaar in uh, the in Rings Pompeii. of Akaten. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that one too. All the bizarre. All the bizarre. Do you yeah. go to like flourish and bows for like your alien clothing? Yeah. No. Face of bows back there. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. I think on that note. <laughs> Morpheus. Um, I think that's going to do it, guys, uh, for the Doctor Who After Show here at After Buzz TV. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Um, I hope you got something out of it. This was a this is a tough one to recap. Just um, it was a very. Um, I, I know a lot of you felt the same way that I did. It yeah. was not it was not a spectacular episode. It was a bit of a filler episode. Right. Um, but I think that I'm expecting a return to form next week with Face the Raven. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I expect big things, especially from the last three episodes of the season. It's going to be great. Um, until then, Yell Teagle, where can everyone keep up with you? Everyone can keep up with me on yell.tv. <laughs> <laughs> I speak English. Uh, Y-A-E-L.tv. And Whovians. Guys, there's a show called The Librarians. I keep watching it because literally Whovians yep. wrote the show. And they go, hey, you like Doctor Who? Doctor Who reference. So check it out. Uh, we will be live on the after show tomorrow, Mondays, 10 p.m. Me and Tari be there. Also on Twitter at Yeltigel, Y A E L T Y G I E L, and Instagram. Go. Yeah. I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. And as Yell said, on the Librarians panel and also other panels here on After Buzz TV, like Flash and Arrow, also Grim. And we all do Grim. Hey! <laughs> Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And on a whole bunch of shows here at After Buzz, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Muppets, which you're going to want to tune into this week because I've told a bunch of other panels. My The Muppets reviewers really brought their stuff and <laughs> got us to a point where I have now agreed to reveal on The Muppets After Show... The footage of me when I was a kid on Sesame Street. That's coming Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So until then, guys, I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 